Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first podcast of Along the Way. I'm Trudy Kathy White, and I'll be serving as your story guide. As you listen today, I want you to be challenged and encouraged as we talk about lessons we learn along the way. Okay, our word for today is lost. Now, when I find myself in a season of lostness, I turn to these wonderful words of promise in the Bible. Whether you look to the right or to the left, you will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Or even to this prayer found in Psalm 25, 4. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Let me just ask you, have you ever thought about how many ways there are to be lost? You can be lost in terms of location. Okay, true confession. How many of you use your GPS practically every day? I know I do. I mean, finding yourself lost in an unfamiliar area of a city or even inside an enormous building is just not fun. But you can also be lost when trying to learn something new or when listening to someone tell a story. This kind of lostness deals with a lack of understanding, and you might say, I'm completely lost when it comes to calculus. Or, you totally lost me, Trudy, on that one. I've even heard it said that you can be lost for words, although personally, mm, that doesn't happen to me very often. I recall that when I was in the seventh grade, I had a science teacher who told my dad, Trudy is such a good little student, but she talks way too much in class. One way all of us are lost, though, is spiritually. Without Jesus Christ in your life, your spirit, which is made to live forever, will be lost to all eternity in hell. At the age of seven, I understood that God loved me. I learned from the Bible that God loved me so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross. Jesus paid the price for all my sins that I committed against him, for all the times I choose to go my way instead of following him. Now, my parents, along with my pastor and teachers at church, They also taught me that God wants everyone to go to heaven when he or she dies. The only way to heaven is to accept God's gift of love, his son, Jesus. Jesus died in my place. You know, I didn't have to think too long about all this to realize that what I had heard about God was true and that what I wanted was to accept his love for me. So one afternoon after school, with my parents by my side in our family den at home, I prayed and asked Jesus to take control of my life. I admitted that I needed His forgiveness. I knew the difference between right and wrong, and I very much wanted to go to heaven one day. So as a young girl, even at the age of seven, I could have never have realized how much this single decision would radically change the course of my life forever. My life was going to be different. Because just like using a GPS to find my way around— Now I could be confident in this journey called life because Jesus would be my guide and I was following him. I knew I was no longer lost. Now let me tell you, that assurance of knowing that I was no longer lost was about to be put to real big test while I was studying abroad in Paris, France. It was my first time to visit in Paris and while walking around the Louvre Museum, I suddenly realized that I had become separated from the group that I was with. Soon I found myself wandering around this city all alone, and suddenly I realized I didn't know my way back to the hotel. I was lost. My emotions ran wild. I felt everything from loneliness to confusion to downright hopelessness. 
And as the sun started down and darkness slowly enveloped the city, I looked around and I realized that no one could help me. I thought to myself, mercy, I'll never find my way back. I was crying. I was scared. I was totally out of solutions and frankly, out of hope. With no idea where to turn or even what to do, I spotted a bench and I went over and just sat down. I was convinced that bench was a safe place for me and it was the only place that looked even remotely familiar to me. Then I cried out in my heart to God, God, if I'm ever going to find my way back, you will have to show me the way. I'm not going to look any longer. With that, God gave me the greatest gift ever, the assurance of His presence right there on a bench in the middle of Paris. And because I knew that He was with me, my loneliness diminished. Because I knew that He was in control, my despair vanished. And because I knew He loved me, my confusion began to lift. Almost an instant afterwards, I acknowledged my complete dependence upon Him. I heard one of my friends call out from behind me across the street, Trudy, what are you doing over there? Have you ever heard God calling you? You probably haven't heard an audible voice like I did when I heard my friends calling, but He is calling you just the same. God wants you to know that you don't have to be lost any longer. So if you're sitting on one of life's benches, weary from the ups and downs of everyday life, perhaps you are lonely, confused, and wrapped in darkness. Listen. Listen for His still, small voice. He can show you the way home. Perhaps, like me, you have known the joy of the Lord for a long time in your life. Are you lighting the way for others to respond to His voice? As followers of Jesus, we are responsible for sharing God's love with all who are still lost. My husband, John, and I, along with our two children at the time, Joy and John John, moved to Brazil as missionaries. Only two weeks after we moved there, I was driving home with the children when all of a sudden the car unexpectedly stopped. And then, from the back seat, with tears in her eyes and fear on her face, our little four-year-old daughter said, But Mommy... We can't even speak Portuguese. Well, that much I already knew without her reminding me for sure. But God used that situation to allow me to help comfort Joy and John John as I shared with them that God would protect us and that He would help us to know what to do. And sure enough, soon after that conversation, a missionary colleague was passing by and they saw us on the side of the road and stopped to help us get the car running. What had seemed so terrifying to my children was handled really without much trouble at all. And now, can you imagine if I had just ignored their distress or had gone about the business of just trying to find a solution to my problem? Imagine if I had simply moved on without addressing those tears and that fear that was growing in the hearts of my children. What kind of mother would I have been to act so callously? I mean, it wasn't enough for me in that moment to just know for myself that we would be okay. I had to stop and reassure my terrified children as well. What kind of Christian ignores the cries of the lost around him? What kind of Christian goes about her daily life without addressing the most urgent need of those around her, the need for a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? Is there someone in your life who is lost spiritually? 
they need the assurance of a God who can guide them through life? The next time God leads you to an opportunity to be with that person, what will you do? What will you say? As we wrap up this time together, let's all remember that God has given us the greatest gift of all, the assurance of His presence. Can you imagine, even for a moment, being lost forever? If what God said is true about His gift to you of eternal life and the assurance of His presence, what do we have to lose by following Jesus? I hope this time together has encouraged you, and may your prayer always be, Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Thanks for joining me today, and hey, let's get together again soon on Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White.